Welcome to the show, everybody. How's it? So, I want to start the show because Mr. Harris, uh, how can I put Mr. Harris want me to apologize, apologize, you know, for, um, okay, so basically I was going to leave when we was leaving work. I was leaving work yesterday. And there was a car driving about 22 miles per hour down the street with a long lot of cars behind it. Fast forward to today, I get to work, and I'm like, Mr. Harris, there was you holding up traffic, driving 22 miles an hour, because he's known for driving slow as hell. And one detail I forgot was Mr. Harris did not work yesterday. So... That was on me. My bad. It was not Mr. Harris holding up traffic. My bad. That one is on me. I can admit that. Sorry, Mr. Harris. Oh, so speaking of, there's just been so much shenanigans going on since the last show. I took off last week from doing the podcast because I was working a little bit hours and I to be honest, I was burned out. Uh, so we had took off last week. So um, we're back with another uh, more episodes. So this is stories that uh, that had caught my mind, well, caught my eye, right here. Where it says a Texas man was arrested for killing his girlfriend after she refused to have a baby with him. First of all, would you? A somebody who looks like this person. I mean, it's not a really a bad looking person, but he doesn't look trustworthy, kind of, and evil. If you were watching a live version of the podcast, he doesn't look. Uh, if y'all want to see this live, you know, tune in on uh, Facebook and YouTube. You can watch this on the same cat different day podcast YouTube channel, or on Facebook via my personal page, which is Marcel Rowland. The same Kazi for Day podcast Facebook page, but he looks is this crazy out of the whole situation because she he refused she refused to have his baby. And I really wish that a lot of women would think about the men they sleep with and have kids with because these women sleep with men and then later on you are angry with the child and angry with the baby because you chose to uh have relations with somebody that you knew was trash and shouldn't have been with that person in the first place. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Pop back. Uh, the next story. So, uh, the, the reason for the uh, the title of the show. So, there are some people who are really upset with Bud Light. And what I mean by they are they are upset with Budweiser, they're upset because Budweiser hired some person to be a, sports per- a spokesperson for them who is tra- a trans person, and this person is supposed to have a whole have a whole bunch of kids and youth that follow them. And Budweiser, a lot of people were boycotting Budweiser, not buying their products. You saw people buying their products and then running over them and doing stuff, you know, like, they're still making money off you buying products and do, and destroying them like they're still making money, so I don't know how they thought that was supposed to help their cause. But they were upset because 
uh, Budweiser had printed cans that had like she, her, and stuff like that on there. That stuff that posts the, uh, you know, represent how they stand with the trans community. And they're, oh man, that's so tiny. So there were comments that people were posting about this, and there was, it hasn't been released as uh, what should I say? People, it was a well, somebody tweeted that. Budweiser sales were down 69%. And to be honest, Budweiser has not released those sales or how their sales are doing. But a lot of people are saying, you know, 69 down and however much it is to go, all this kind of stuff. People are really upset about this company standing up for, you know, trans people rights. Now, I believe that if the tables were turned, and these were this. This was the same company who was talking about rednecks and hillbillies and crackers and whatever other names that you can possibly call somebody that's racist, that's of the Caucasian caucus. Um, they would be. They they would feel the same way how the trans community is feeling. And I don't. It's just weird. It's very weird and crazy how people think and. Just let people be people. Why is that so hard to let people be people? Is all I want to know. Like, why can't we just let them do that? Move it along. I'm a little bit upset over the Milwaukee Bucks. So, as of right now, is two one. Uh, I believe it's two one. Miami leading. And it's like, how do we go from being the number one team in the league, the best record of the season, to then they're about to be eliminated out the first round of the playoffs? So that makes me upset. A lot of people are saying that they need to fire Mike Budenholzer, they need a new coach, and this, this, and that. Uh, when he that he saw that uh, Jimmy Butler was getting high, he should have called a timeout to get him, you know, try to get him to cool off, you know, whatever. So he wouldn't better hit the amount of threes that he hit. Uh, one of the things that I I feel like that happened where the team broke down when Miami was making a comeback. Uh, Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Bucks had got how can I put it. I wouldn't say anxious. I don't know. It was like they were nervous. I don't know if I want to say nervous. I'm trying to figure out how to describe it. So the Bucks were, let's just say when Miami was making a comeback, the Bucks were, it was like they were panicking to try to get more points or whatever. And then Miami was steady hitting threes. They're they're getting steals. All this stuff was happening, and it was because I felt like the Bucks were panicking because it was almost the end of the game, and Miami was making his comeback. But instead of staying focused and not trying to rush shots and shooting the, the shots that they were making and the, the mistakes that was happening, it was because they started panicking. And when you start panicking, shit like that happens. You know, they uh they started playing very terrible. As in, if they're going to win the series, I don't know. I hope so, because it sucks for it to end at the point where they was the best team in the league to now they are on the verge of being eliminated out the playoffs.
really. I'm still not coming up. I'm not showing up at 11 o'clock, by the way. So uh, I want to get into a clip of some shenanigans that happened. Uh, so here we go. Republicans are still freaking out over the Dylan Mulvaney promotion of Bud Light. And if you're not familiar, of course, Bud Light recently uh, used a transgender influencer to do a promotion for the company, like literally one video. So Republicans have spent the last two weeks freaking out, claiming Bud Light has gone woke and their little boycott of the company has now met some pretty ferocious backlash from within their own party. Donald Trump Jr. has now put out a video begging conservatives to please back off of Bud Light and Anheuser-Busch. They don't deserve this, right? It's over with. Let it go. Stop being freaks, basically, is what Jr. says. And believe it or not, Jr.'s right. But over the weekend, the NRCC, the National Republican Campaign Creeps, whatever the NRCC stands for, I forget at the moment, um, they put out a tweet that said, Thanks to Dylan Mulvaney, we can finally admit that Bud Light tastes like water. With our new koozies, you can make sure no one confuses Bud Light with real beer ever again. And then a little while later, the NRCC deleted that tweet. Because apparently they were reminded shortly after they sent it that, hey, Anheuser-Busch gives hundreds of thousands of dollars to the Republican party every single campaign cycle and you're screwing us. So the NRCC thought, oh shit, I I like money. I got to delete the tweet. And I'm sure that had a lot to do with Don Jr. coming out saying like, guys, ixnay on the Udlight Bay, right? Because we want that Anheuser-Busch money. Because Republicans love a good woke freak out for their Republican base. But what they don't like is actually getting any backlash from it from corporations. Hell, even Disney that has been in Ron DeSantis's crosshairs for well over a year and royally screwed him over because they're much smarter. They still gave money to his reelection and his inauguration for the second uh, term. Like they didn't even hold him accountable or punish him in any way. And Bud Light's over here saying, guys, listen, not Bud Light, but Anheuser-Busch, uh, you know how much money we give you, right? I mean, you can see the numbers. It's publicly available online for anyone too. You're going to piss us off and you're not going to get any more of that. We are one of the top Republican donors in the country and you're pissing us off. Does that, does that sound like a smart thing to do? No, no, probably not. But here's the thing. Republicans, it's, it's beer. Okay. It's a beer. If you want to drink it, drink it. Drinking it is not going to turn you transgender. Okay. It's not going to make gay people straight or straight people gay. It's not going to do any of that. It's a beer. It's going to increase your blood alcohol content level. If that is what you're looking for. Okay. If you want to drink it, drink it. If you don't, don't. But don't get up on your idiotic high horse and act like we're superior because we're boycotting this because we're afraid of a transgender influencer, which is what you're admitting to. You're afraid of Dylan Mulvaney. It's hilarious 
It's absolutely ridiculous that Republicans will find anything to freak out about. It's not like Dylan Mulvaney is going out there and doing commercial after commercial after commercial for Bud Light. It was a single promotion that showed what delicate little snowflakes every Republican in this country is. That's who you are. That's what you do. And in order to defend yourselves, you'll lash out and say, nope, liberals are the snowflakes. Really? I'm not afraid of Bud Light but you are. So which one of us is the snowflake? And that is why, oh, should we trust beer company now that's a part? I don't know. Corporations should not be involved in uh, politics and everything that man just said just make perfectly sense of how delicate and to me pretty much stupid how, how stupid the Republican Party is in my personal opinion. Also, in sports related news because I, I forgot to play that video for that clip for y'all so I to make sure I played that. In uh, other news, Aaron Rodgers has officially been traded to the New York Jets since about time. Uh, it's crazy because everybody like, was like, oh, well, what are y'all going to do without Aaron Rodgers and that and I Love you got Jordan Love. Either way go, no matter who plays for our team, we're going to show support and love for that team, no matter what it is. Yes, Aaron Rodgers was great. In the last few years, he wasn't great. After he broke up the wars, whatever he did with that woman, he's never been the same since then. She, so it's like, whatever. I feel like the last two to three seasons, he hasn't really given us really good football. So, you know, it, it was time for a change. And finally, that change is here. You're not going to see us Packers fans panicking. We're not going to do none of that. We're going to watch football. We're going to cheer our Packers on. And that's going to be the bottom line for everybody who's doubting the Green Bay Packers. Okay? Go right. So, I have a clip for y'all. I uh, don't remember exactly what this clip is, but I want to play it for y'all. So I remember... Uh, saving this clip for the podcast by Cameron Wide, but here we go. And then we'll talk about it afterwards. <laughs> Fuck it. Public enemy love. You mean to tell me that we grilled the CEO of TikTok for over eight hours, talking about all these imaginary scenarios where the app is going to steal all of our information and spy for the Chinese government, when in actuality, our own service members have been quite literally uploading battle plans for Ukraine on fucking Discord servers for over a year. Today, the Justice Department arrested Jack Douglas Teixeira in connection with an investigation into alleged unauthorized removal, retention, and transmission of classified national defense information. Teixeira is an employee of the United States Air Force National Guard. FBI agents took Teixeira into custody earlier this afternoon without incident. You had a good look at fucking public enemy number one. The dude didn't even get paid. He wasn't commissioned by the Russian or the Chinese government. Like, nobody was, like, trying to, like, convince him to do anything. He quite literally was arguing with his friends on Discord about the Ukraine conflict. It was like, nah, guys, I work for the government. Here's some pictures to prove it. <laughs> his friends were like, nah, you could have Googled that. And then he's like, oh, yeah, well, can you see the battle plans? And he uploaded that shit, too. <laughs> he he literally just wanted clout from his Minecraft buddies, and he uploaded an entire country's fucking intel. It's kind of appropriate when you really think about it, where half this country is always worried about made-up boogeyman bullshit, like whether it's transgender or CRT or fucking indoctrinating like America's youth. Yeah, fucking A, it's appropriate that a racist would be the one that needs so much clout and is so insecure about his shit that he quite literally needs to upload top-secret documents on his fucking Minecraft server.
That speaks for itself. And like I said, the U.S. government, Congress, whoever they will, they did all that um, stuff uh, when they had to take the TikTok CEO, whoever testified before the United States and all this other kind of stuff, worry about information being leaked and data being leaked and data being stolen, all this other kind of stuff just for an American to get clout on Discord. Way to go, America. You lost again. Let's get into this next clip. Why are Republicans so scared of Gen Z, Gen Alpha, even Millennials? Well, watch this video and you will know exactly why. Dear women, I'm sorry. Dear black people, I'm sorry. Dear Asian Americans, dear Native Americans, dear immigrants who come here seeking a better life, I'm sorry. Dear everyone who isn't a middle or upper class white boy, I'm sorry. I have started life at the top of a ladder while you were born on the first drum. I say now that I would change places with you in an instant, but if given the opportunity, would I? Probably not, because to be honest, being privileged is awesome. I'm not saying that you and me on different rungs of the ladder is how I want it to stay. I'm not saying that any part of me has for a moment even liked it that way. I'm just saying that I fucking love being privileged and I'm not ready to give that away. I love it because I can say fucking and not one of you is attributing that to the fact that everyone with my skin color has a dirty mouth. I love it because I don't have to spend an hour every morning putting on makeup to meet other people's standards. I love it because I can worry about what kind of food is on my plate instead of whether or not there will be food on my plate. I love it because when I see a police officer, I see someone who's on my side. <coughs> to be honest, I'm scared of what it would be like if I wasn't on the top rung, if the tables were turned and I didn't have my white boy privileged safety blanket to protect me. If I lived a life lit by what I lack, not what I have. If I lived a life in which when I failed, the world would say, told you so. If I lived the life that you live. When I was born, I had a success story already written for me. You, you were given a pen and no paper. I've always felt that that's unfair, but I've never dared to speak up because I've been too scared. Well, now I realize that there's enough blankie to be shared. Everyone should have the privileges that I have. In fact, they should be rights instead. Everyone's story should be written, so all they have to do is get it read. Enough said. No, not enough said. It is embarrassing that we still live in a world in which we judge another person's character by the size of their paycheck, the color of their skin, or the type of chromosomes they have. It is embarrassing that we tell our kids that it is not their personality, but instead those same chromosomes that get to dictate what color clothes they wear and how short they must cut their hair. But most of all, it is embarrassing that we deny this, that we claim to live in an equal country in an equal world. We say that women can vote. Well, guess what? They can run a country, own a company, and throw a nasty curveball as well. We just don't give them the chance to. I know it wasn't us eighth grade white boys who created this system, but we profit from it every day. From the mouths of babes. Round of applause for that young man right there. If any of any of y'all agree with that, uh, let us know. Uh, send us a message on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, let us know. And on Twitter. Oh, I forgot we're on Twitter. SCDD Podcast on Twitter. So, yeah, I agree 100% with that little boy. 
I don't know how to put it into words because he said everything that probably a lot of people have been saying and that needs to be said. And then if anybody wants to slip on one and share this clip out, I will send it to you. Just let me know. So before I go, I know this was a very short episode. Um, I had some like debates planned, but I'm the only one who showed up for this episode. So, Jamie. Um, so I want to play this clip for you and then we're going to head out. I want to end the show. I saying thank you all for tuning in to this episode. Probably wasn't the best episode. I'm sorry. I'm going to do my best to try to create better content for you guys. Uh, thank you all for the support. Um, sorry for the audio versions coming out late. I'm very sorry about that. But once again, thank you all for your support. It, it means a lot to me. Um, I'm still I'm working on book two. I'm still working on book two. I'm hoping to have book two finished within the next month or two. Um, so make sure if anybody got some advice on how to get published, you know, I want to have an audio version of the book done also. So, um, yeah, if, if, if anybody knows how to do that, you know, help me out, uh, send me a message. But anyways, I'm gonna leave you guys with this clip. Thank you all for tuning into this episode of St. Cast Different Day Podcast. Don't forget to head over to HabitsNewYork.com and use code Anthony4 for 20% off at purchase. And then don't forget to head over to RedSports.com to receive 5 to 10% off your purchase. Thank you all for tuning into this episode, and I will see you on the next one. When your twin brother is clueless about anything and everything. What's up? Where's my phone? What? Where's my phone? How do you know you lost your phone? You just sent me a picture. Okay. You just sent me a picture saying, come pick up your phone. Okay, so where's your phone? I don't know, it's right there. Bro, seriously? Didn't you just text me saying, come pick up your phone? I did, yeah. So where is it? It was right there when I left. Bro, you're, you're like, you're joking. No, I'll show you. You text me right here saying, Saying, um, you forgot your phone at home. Yeah. And where is it now? In your hand. Bro, come on. Seriously? Oh, okay. So I didn't forget it. Bro, come on. Oh, okay. I, I had it the entire time. Waste my time like that, man. I gotta go.